From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast the answer is so so simple anchor it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone tablet or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast you can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners downloads everything i mean it's so simple if you're creating something get paid for it it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now all right well let me get this full screen here Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first edition of the video Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. You can now see our mugs, our beards, our shirts, our backgrounds. They're both full and clean. That's right. Got the beards rolling (laughs) while it's still a little chilly outside. So, uh, yeah, but welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. I'm Levi, at Levi D. on Twitter, but you already knew where to find me at. If you recognize his face, and of course you know me, I'm at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Yeah. So obviously we're here today to talk about some Super Brawl 99, aka Super Brawl 9, but like usual, some news in the works. Not a lot of news, though. Not a lot of news. Not a lot of news. I had mentioned to Levi before we started recording that uh, E-Wrestling News has announced that Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Ricochet, and Aleister Black are all backstage at Raw and are set to make their debuts. I guess we'll find out in a couple of hours, but that is what is being reported right now. I don't really know how happy I am about that, honestly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, Elimination but, Chamber, I, I, I seen it on last night, and I seen the women's, you know, it's whatever. It just wasn't that, like, you knew, you knew going into it, Sasha and Bailey were going to win. It was <laughs> Absolutely. obvious. Absolutely. And it just, it just women's tag titles, I think, is a little too much. So I wasn't interested. I mean, good thing for the women's division. That's great. Because, yeah. you know, but. but they, kept, they kept saying that they were the first ever women's tag team champions. And if you watched wrestling or, or a historian or a buff, what do you got going there? Primus. Uh. Okay, um, you know that there were women's tag titles as I mean, as recent as the first Royal Rumble in '88. Yeah, there, there there was a women's tag team title. Yeah, and even uh, Beth Phoenix mentioned it in the pre-show, and then during the match, they just said they were the first ever tag team women's tag team champions. And I just I think it they changed their history so much that you never yeah. really know. It's always. You know, it, 
it's all online though. The internet yeah. can can lie, but it can also tell you the truth a lot too. So especially yeah. with wrestling. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a terrible match, and it's good for the women's division in WWE because if you know they're going on about their women's division progressing and the evolution and all that world. If you look outside of WWE, the women outside of it, then you know we're just going on a tangent about the Fed again, but. The women, out, the women outside are uh, Ring of Honor, or Women of Honor, uh, the one, oh, I always forget it, Amber Gallows, or not, <laughs> Amber O'Neill, sorry, the one, that she, the one that she's in. Whoops! Yeah, wow. Stuff like that. Those, yeah. women, those women's divisions are, they've been a good division for a lot longer than the evolution of WWE, and like we said a couple of weeks ago, or pretty recently, it, like... It's not as good as it was when this first the women's uprising in WWE first started. Like it's not it's not as fun to watch because every women's match was badass and now they're starting to get all watered down again. So classic Fed. Classic and, Fed. And that's the thing about the the women's movement, the women's revolution, is that now you go to Women of Honor, you go to Wow, you go to Rise, you go to Shimmer, you go to Shine, Sabotage. you go to uh, uh, what's the one in Japan? Startup. That's yeah. another one. You I mean, there's glimmer, so right? many great organizations that you know they focus on women's wrestling. Good yeah. God, the cloud! <laughs> but they focus on women's wrestling, and these are where WWE looks to pick and choose who they want to eventually either go to NXT or come right to their their main roster. Yeah. But they have they have the pick of the litter, for lack of a better term, because. I mean, Ring of Honor's got Women of Honor, but that, yeah. other than that, all these smaller promotions, they're most of these ladies, I'm sure, are looking more towards WWE because they see now with the main event of WrestleMania 35, most likely going to be Ronda and Becky or Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte. However, they're going to end up doing that in the long run. But even last night at uh, Evolution uh, Elimination Chamber with Becky coming out and hitting Charlotte and Ronda both with crutches. Yeah. I mean, so I can see that turning into Ronda's going to find a way to talk them into putting her back in the match because she wants at her. Yeah. Or they've said already that the, the graphic was released of Becky and Charlotte at Fastlane. So is that going to be whoever wins that match goes on to face her at Mania? Or is that going to be Becky has to win to get inserted into the match Making it a triple threat. Yeah, it, it's there's there's something. It, it's going to be a triple threat, I think, regardless, because Vince wouldn't have came out just to say, you know, I'm the man, you're out of the match or whatever. So that's you know, it's a storyline. But yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with a triple threat main because with Charlotte and Becky alone, that's going to be great. And then you know, you throw Ronda in the mix, and that's cool. But like I said last week. I'm not too keen on the Ronda and WWE thing. It's just not that big of a yeah, deal to me. We we could beat that like a dead horse. We're not going to get anywhere with it. Yeah, exactly. I so. enjoy seeing that, you know, WWE gets mainstream press. Yeah. I mean, regardless if I enjoy the product or not, you know, the, the good thing is is that pro wrestling isn't so taboo. We say that word a lot here. Yeah. But... Taboo it's not days. as taboo as it has been for the, since the Attitude Era ended. Yeah, even the ruthless aggression era. But, but I mean, it's 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 more mainstream now than it has been in recent memory, and that's good for for everybody. Yep. So, uh, and then Kofi was the shining star. Oh in the my gosh, man! I actually, I actually, after reading everything on Twitter and reading online and seeing Instagram photos and stuff, I had to go back and watch that match. So I, I want to watch it. I didn't see it. Yet. And, man, and, and then the reaction afterwards he got, it, and yeah. it still is getting on social media. It's, I mean, he, he does, I mean, I've said it for years that Kofi was a main event. A long star. time ago. A long time ago. Yeah. He was, he was re- like, whenever the, him and Randy Orton had that match, and Randy Orton cussed him out and said he was stupid. That was like the end of his push. Stupid, stupid. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but I think he's he's definitely he need, he needs to get a world title and like that's WWE's not going to get any backlash for that. 
that's going to be, like, everybody's going to love that if he gets the title, because he just, everybody knows him, and the New Day is so over, and first of all, then the kids are like, oh, awesome, all the kids that watch, because they all love New Day, I love New Day, you know, so that'd be, that'd be cool to see Kofi in the, uh, the uh, spotlight. I look weird because I'm sitting on the floor right now. I got this little table set up. The, the most interesting thought I had about Kofi being world champion, though, was if he does become world champion, do they do the Freebird rule with the world title? Ooh. Could Xavier defend it? Could Big E defend it? Ooh, I don't know. I don't I know. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's the best idea, but it, it's an idea that I had. I mean, would they, would they allow that? Would that be something that they would think about down the line? That would be kind of goofy. But it would be, but it's it's New Day. Yeah. It's WWE. It's entertainment. Because <laughs> then you have, it goes down in history as the WWE champion is the New Day. The New Day. Not just yeah. Kofi, yeah. Well, and, and you know, obviously, like in the record books, it would have to be, something that's popping up on my YouTube here. Um, I should have turned off notifications and all that. But it has to go down in their, their history book as Kofi defeats Daniel Bryan. And now everybody's pushing for that at Mania on social media. Oh, I've seen it. Trust me. It's a huge yeah, thing yeah. now, dude. The graphic has already been made by fans to, to make it happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think he would make a great world champion. He's obviously still got it. He can still go. So there's that chant. You still got it. You deserve it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, but the Kofi chance afterwards was deafening. You know, it's like on SmackDown they have that gauntlet match or whatever. And he's the Iron Man. And then they put him in chamber, and he makes it all the way to the end, and then it's just like, no, he doesn't win, though. It's just stuff yeah. like that. It's like, I mean, I guess it, it kind of makes sense. the hell out of you. Yeah, it does. It irritates me. But it also makes sense to build to, like, maybe a Mania match. Because I don't really know, I haven't read anything about what Daniel Bryan will be doing at WrestleMania. Like, I don't know what his no. plans are. Or what they and, have for him. It also said that AJ's was clearly working hurt last night. Meltzer reported that. Oh, okay. Um, he said you can even tell when he was moving around that he was hurt. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, mean, I didn't really notice that, but I was mainly focusing on Kofi's performance because that's what made me go back to watch it. Because, yeah. like, when we texted yesterday, we both said we weren't watching it live. I just and didn't. I, did. I, had, I didn't have a lot of interest in that. Finn won. I, Finn yeah, won the Finn, title. Finn won the Intercontinental title, which... Kind of surprised me, because I did watch part of the pre-show, just to see if maybe that would entice me to watch the whole thing, which they did move it up an hour, which was good. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it was hard to even stay invested as much as I did in the pre-show, but like Booker T was really like driving it home that, uh, or no, not, not Booker T, sorry, uh, Sam Roberts was on the pre-show panel. He was really driving about the demon, the demon, the demon. So he was making it sound like the demon was going to show up, which he didn't. But he didn't, but, yeah. But it, so maybe that helps if people did watch the pre-show. If enough people watched it, maybe they will kind of give up on that whole demon thing. Which, I mean, I could see like a mania, you know, pull that character out. Because, I mean, it is it's like a, a cool mania entrance. and a SummerSlam thing. Yeah, it's, it's a cool entrance, but I, I don't I don't want to see it every week. Well, they, it was cool in NXT. But. He's more powerful when he's the demon, you know. Well, of course, it's like Gene Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> it's like who, who are you? Who are you going to most likely pay money to go see in concert? Gene Simmons or the demon? Yeah, of well, course, I'm pay to see the demon. I want to see the demon. Yeah, uh, and then Baron Corbin beat uh, Braun with it looks like I see. I didn't watch it. I seen the women's match, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, but he won with help from Bobby Lashley and. Uh, who else was it? Someone else. I don't remember. Oh, Drew McIntyre? Drew McIntyre. Yeah, what's going yeah. on there? I don't know. They <sighs> were pushing him to the moon, and now they pulled back the reins. It's Yeah, they posted something on uh, Instagram the other day. It was Drew McIntyre like looking up towards the WrestleMania sign. and said, what's next for him? And I put like a tangent on there. Like, yeah, you're not going <laughs> to do shit with him anyways. I like to put mean stuff See, on I, Instagram. I always like, especially on Twitter when I'm on there. I'm like, I type like this, you know, as much as many characters as they'll give me. Yeah. To stuff like that, and then I'm just like, you know what? What's the, what's point? the point? Yeah, they I don't know. listen. 
I know because I'm a the douche. Fans, they, they never will. Maybe in. <laughs> oh, wait maybe for it. Maybe in '94, '93. Oh, here we go. <laughs> We're doing good. I'll be in all serious. And Levi's gotta be <laughs> be Levi for a second. Gotta use the video camera. Uh, play uh, to the camera, son. Anywho. Yeah. Speaking of uh, playing to things, today on Pro Wrestling Tees, all the way until Wednesday at noon Central Time. That's right. That would be 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That would be 11 a.m. Mountain Time. That would be 10 a.m. Pacific Coast Time. You can get all of our shirts for 20% off using coupon code PREZ. P-R-E-Z. Because it's 1999 Attitude Era. Trust me, because I already... Loaded my cart up with a bunch of stuff, and then I closed it out, and then I loaded it up again, and then I closed it out. I'll make a purchase by Wednesday. Yeah. But make sure, and because this is our first video on YouTube, uh, I have to work on the advertisements for that. But make sure you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. And if you do that, like Tommy said, by Wednesday at noon, and use coupon code Central Time. Use coupon code PREZ, P-R-E-Z. That will save you 20% on your order. When I racked up my cart to about 60 bucks, it brought me down to like 45 50 So that's pretty cool. Not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad. It, it, it's, it's about around every holiday, Pro Wrestling Tees kind of throw something yeah. out. So, I mean, pay full price if you want to, but yeah, take take advantage of the, the sales for sure. Yeah, do that. And, of course, if, if this is your first time maybe – Hearing us, even you can also go to collarandelbowbrand.com. Use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps because we're professional businessmen. Save ten percent off your order. And also Zubas.com. Use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout and save fifteen percent of your order. Okay. Also Powerslam.tv. Use coupon <laughs> yeah. code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. Get your first month absolutely free. Otherwise, it's like seven days. So make sure you use that coupon code so you get a free month. And mancanwine.com using coupon code Heels and Quads and all caps at checkout. That saves you 25%. They actually have uh, like 12 packs. Free shipping. Yeah, that's right. They actually have like 12 packs for like 25 bucks. If you put in the 25% off code, it brings you down to like $18, $17. That's a solid deal for some badass wine because wine in a can. Is the new thing for a man. <laughs> and they sent us some samples when we first latched on with them. And, whoop. Yeah, they're good. I get like it a lot. Of course, here in Arkansas, where we are located, you cannot get booze shipped to you. So uh, I've found some ways around that. N- not, like, illegally here, but you can get it shipped to Missouri and pick it up at the border because we're so close. Right. To a postmaster or whatever. Pick it up at the border. At the border, yeah. We don't have a wall. We got a Tijuana to get our man can wine. Yeah, we have. We don't have a wall on the Missouri border just yet. So, trying to keep the Missourians out in Oklahoma, Texas, and we just want to border off Arkansas. Let's not get a get in on that tangent. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's talk about wrestling. So now that we got the ads out of the way, because I think we hit them all. Zydax. No, I'm just kidding. Heroes Hideout, NY.com. Use coupon code QUADS and saves you 10% off your order. Funko Pops, Meet and Greets, WWE, all that good stuff. Ah, yeah. And now, let me introduce you to the world's best pro wrestling channel. That is Powerslam.tv. Power Slam lets you stream the entire world of pro wrestling all in a single channel for one low price, bringing over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe right onto your laptop and mobile devices. You can find all of your favorite kinds of wrestling, British Strong Style, Women's Wrestling, Lucha Libre, Technical, Comedic, High Flying, Hardcore, and many others. In addition to the most recent events, PowerSlam also gives you shoot interviews, backstage footage, roundtables, and lifestyle videos of legendary names in the pro wrestling industry. That's PowerSlam.tv. And make sure to use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to give you one month free to view over 4,000 hours of content on PowerSlam.tv using coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout. 
Are you a man that prefers the can and likes the occasional wine? Well, look no further, as we have a solution for you. Man Can Wine. That's right, wine in a can. Our friends over at mancanwine.com have the ultimate drink for any man or woman looking for their favorite adult beverage in a can. They come in a variety of flavors. Red, white, fizz, and rosé. Each can contains the equivalent to a half a bottle of wine and 12.5% alcohol. Each can also has a special inner lining to prevent that aluminum taste that we all know. So head over to mancanwine.com and get your koozies ready or purchase them at mancanwine.com from Mancan, your very own Mancan koozie. Make sure to use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. That's mancanwine.com using coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. There we go. Uh, so one more thing before we get to Super Bowl Nine. The, big, the biggest news today, the Hall of Fame announcement. Are you ready? You better bow DX, to the master. DX going in as a faction. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. So you got Shawn Michaels, Triple H, China, who we've been pining for the last, what, month or two? We've been talking about this for a while. Well, we've been pining uh, for her for like a year, the whole time we've done well, the show. Well, I mean on the show, Yeah, really. I mean, we've yeah. really been, we've mentioned it every week on the show for the last month or two. Um, I gotta grab my chair. You got X Pac, Road Dog, and Badass Billy Gun. Speaking of asses, don't show yours. Gotta get the drum oh, throne. <laughs> I thought you were about to move in the camera. <laughs> no, it's my drum throne to sit on. I'm like, I, don't get it, don't get us kicked off YouTube the first episode. I'm tired of sitting on the floor. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. And by the way, if you're wondering why I sound funny, as always, one of us has to be stricken by ill. Uh, I was yeah. sick all weekend at work and lost my voice finally on Saturday. I just got it back yesterday, so if I sound funny, I apologize. Also, one more thing before we move on. Don't forget this is our first time doing this, so if we seem odd or a little off-putting even, give us time. We'll, we'll work out the kinks. Yeah, we're working on it, but we just wanted yeah. to make sure we get the video going. So this is kind of like our, it's almost like our first episode ever. Again, our it's not yeah, it's our re-debut, but it's the video debut. So soon, you know, we'll probably both have our little spots we sit in. We'll sound better. We'll have mics, whatever. We'll get it all figured out. This yeah. probably, well, if you're watching this part, you probably didn't see an intro that was very good because you got to make a good intro. So we're working on it though. We're gonna. And get we can it always right. like what we can do for an intro, just kind of. Riffin as we always do live on the air, even though we say we don't like to do that. Take like clips like that and put it in the intro. Yeah, like from each episode, and we're like, like a full house intro. <laughs> Knock it to car, draw, but my generation I take the foul. it's just a car to be the Something about messing with me. Come on, come on. Yeah. Move, Let's get it out. Move to the music. Play the music. Yeah, they like censor it. Even in the actual version, it's censored. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. That's on forcible right, so Super entry. Bowl nine. Forcible entry. That's on forcible entry. <laughs> the name of the ti- the title of our episode from two weeks ago, I believe. Yes. And. I think a lot of people stayed away from that episode because I think they thought we were reviewing that. So, so if you haven't listened to that episode, go back because I promise we're not. Uh, oh, you can't see that. it. It's my notes. Yeah, I can't see it. It's just oh, bright. Okay. As always, we like to shout out our sponsors, Heroes Hideout, H Hideout Toys on Twitter, Heroes Hideout on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you head over to HeroesHideoutNY.com. Use code QUADS at checkout. Save 10% off your order for all Funko Pop action figure meet and greet needs. That's HeroesHideoutNY.com. Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. 
I wanted to thank you for listening and being a part of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. But I just have one favor to ask, and that is that you visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast merchandise. And we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours. Howdy, y'all, and y'all better not forget you gotta go over to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to save you 10% on your order. But you can also go to Zubas.com and use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout, but that saves you 15% on your order. My grandpa said he remembers Zubas, and he said you ought to swing by there and buy some shirts. That's some dang good country. Alright, let's do it. Alright, Super Brawl 9. This took place February 21st, 1999. Two days uh, from... Yeah, two days from now, or what, three days. At the Oracle Arena in Oakland, California. Uh, I had a little notes about it. Um, let me fix this real quick, because I feel weird. That light is so bright. Let's see, see, we're working the out. The, so bright, you gotta wear shades. We're working out the. We're working out the kinks live on air. Uh, yeah, this will not be edited. No, this is raw, like Monday Night Raw, but it's not. Kind of is, but <laughs> it's like it's like Monday evening raw. Monday evening raw. So early, early evening. I said Super Brawl Nine, which is Super Brawl Nine Nine Nine. Uh, I think it was collectively a better show than St. Valentine's Day Massacre, like, overall, other than, with the, save for the main event, because yeah, yeah. Austin and McMahon made up for it all, Shamrock and Val Venus was really good, but really, other than that, like, this card was pretty good. Yeah. Um, of course... Do you have the attendance in front of you? I don't have the attendance in front of me, but I can find that real quick. I think it was something. And pre- previous Super Brawls were usually held at the Cow Palace. I don't know if a lot of people knew that or not. Uh, yeah. I'm sure if you're a diehard wrestling fan, you probably knew that. So I thought that was, right off the bat, I thought it was kind of odd going into it, finding out that it was being held in Oakland. 15,880. Um, it was pretty big. How, how much? 15,880. Wow. That's yeah. big. That was pretty big for a... Of course, uh, nobody paid, but... Yeah. <laughs> the, the the whole build going into this event was super weird because yeah. I, I talked to Levi he didn't really watch I don't think he really watched the build I watched the Nitro and the Thunder before also uh, over the last week and the whole thing with uh, Eric Bischoff and the limo driving Ric Flair it was very like gritty almost kind of cops the way it was filmed it looked almost kind of like a cops episode <laughs> Um, Very strange. And he like kind of goes out in this field, and there's a helicopter, and the NWO Wolfpack are you know beating Flair down, and then you see a masked man who turns to the cam- turns his back to the camera, and you can clearly see it's Uncle Terry Jean uh, under the mask because of his hair and the Fu Manchu hanging out of the mouthpiece. But you know they don't say that in the in the video. Like, who is until this? later on? Because he comes out later on in the night and he's got the stuff on still. But, yeah, it, and the whole Wolfpack thing at this time, because this was, this was right a month after the Finger Poke of Doom, yeah. as it's affectionately known. Uh, the whole NWO Wolfpack, NWO black and white situation at this point, it was really odd. Because you could tell there was definitely, the NWO Wolfpack had all the big names. Yeah. And the black and white was like Stevie Ray, Horace Hogan. Uh, that's probably all I know off the top of my head. But Hogan, right has, now. But Hogan has the split on this one. The, right. It, he's the so NWO it, elite. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's, uh, it was NWO black and white or NWO Hollywood. And then it was NWO Wolfpack. And then it was NWO Wolfpack elite. 
Yeah. Is that how it went? I guess. Okay. I, it, I, it starts getting so mixed up when the wolf it, pack comes around that it was just hard to... It was hard to hard to do. Uh, I have a little passage from the. It's probably backwards because it's on Skype, but the Death of WCW book by R. D. Reynolds and Brian Alvarez. So this is not uh, this is not coming from my mouth, but I wanted to say a little passage. Sorry, Eric Bischoff, if you're watching, this isn't coming from Levi. Yeah, not coming from me, but also I know that this isn't exactly right, and I want to get the Nitro book so I know the stuff that Eric Bischoff says is very accurate. But it says, despite all the damage they had done with their string of horrific shows, Super Brawl was a huge success. It had a 1.1 buy rate that nearly beat out the WWF's St. Valentine's Day Massacre that had featured Austin vs. McMahon, Cage Match. The office was jubilant. What they did not know, however, was that this would be the last great buy From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed PowerCash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. The company would ever draw. So, this was apparently one of the last good pay-per-views, I guess you could say. So... As far as money. Because, obviously, we know the card already. If you haven't watched it, obviously, use the WWE Network and go watch it. Um, But, do you think it sold so well because of the amount of stars that we're building at this time? Or do you think that that buy rate is... I can, you can't ever say it's solely on anybody because obviously everybody had their their favorites. But do you think a big part of it was Hogan and Flair? I'm sure that was a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah. and that was and that was obviously what they were going for with Super Brawl is kind of like one of their like if they had a big four, it'd be like Super Brawl, uh, uh, Great American Bash, Great American Bash, Starcade, and I would say like World War Three maybe or uh, Fall Halloween Brawl, Havoc. Fall Brawl. Oh, Halloween Havoc, sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, this is kind of like their second biggest. I get up, and it's like I get it mixed up because some of their shows are pretty good, but Halloween Havoc never disappoints. So, other, except for... And, and, and after this show, I mean, you get you get Flair and Hogan a couple more times. Yeah. You get them in, in the cage at Uncensored. Yeah. And then they're in that uh, Fatal 4-Way at Spring Stampede. Yeah. As well, so... I mean, and Spring Stampede 99 is a big one, which we'll probably have to review because our buddy Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So the show starts with Tori Wilson in the hotel room. Somebody got her tickets. Uh, yeah. yeah. That whole thing is just so weird. Yeah, it's very like, weird. Because on Nitro and Thunder before, it, I mean, like, probably a total of 20 minutes of the shows are focused on that. Yeah. And it's just so like, it's almost like a, it's almost like a POV, like porn. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like really poorly made. But you hope it, you kind of hope it keeps going in that direction instead. (laughs) But I mean, they still do it. Look at WWE. They were doing it with Mandy Rose in the, in the hotel room and in the shower and stuff like that. And Alexa Bliss. Yeah, or yeah, it was Alexa Bliss in the in the changing room, but it was Mandy Rose in the locker room, or the hotel. So there was that whole thing, and then the intro is kind of strange, because the wrestlers are like... Yeah. Oh yeah, when they're just slowly <laughs> <turned>. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Goldberg, what it takes to be a champion. <laughs> I'm on my, my yeah, that... creaky drum chair, so... Yeah, that uh, that intro was super weird. 
If only it had the squeaking sound, too. Sounds like you're in a really bad casino. <laughs> or like a, a gas station slot. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. And then, of course, it shows a video package leading up to the finals of the tag tournament. And then the Ric Flair thing and all that. Uh, not a lot of backstage stuff. That's one thing I did kind of and kind of not like about this. Like, I enjoy some, like, uh, little skits and stuff. But I, yeah, further build the story, get you ready for the match. Yeah, but also, like, you know, when you're watching Wrestle Kingdom or something, there's not that. It's just wrestling. So yeah. that's also cool about it. There was nine matches on the card. Uh, it opened with Disco Inferno and Booker T, which was actually a pretty good opener. <laughs> it was. It was actually a really good match. It, uh, it definitely surprised me because we've watched a lot more WCW in, in the last six months. Yeah. So... Uh, speaking of which, our Watch Along Nitro episode one that we did in Chambly, that's one of our most listened to episodes. That's crazy. It's funny history. though, because you, you just make me laugh the whole time. Yeah. Talking and I'm like Harry. trying to call the match. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but. So Disco was NWO and Wolfpack at this time. I don't remember that really. He was, it's yeah, kind of like he didn't fit he, in. He, he was like unconfirmed until Thunder, I believe. Oh, okay. Because he's so hovering around National Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, he was a follower and then uh, Scott Hall kind of clarifies that he is a member of the Wolfpack. Um, Booker seems like a little wobbly in this match. He kind of has a couple yeah, accidents. Yeah, he seems a little off. But, I mean, overall, it, like you said, it was, it was, it was a good. It was, it was a good opener. Like, if it, was, if it wasn't the Cruiserweights opening, this was just fine. It was a really good like, yeah. mid-card opener. Uh, Booker T, uh, Disco, Booker T hits the, the scissor kick, but he, they call it the axe kick in this. Yeah. Uh, and after he does that, I think that's what he does, Disco, like, very obviously sets himself up for the, uh, the Harlem hangover. He, like, yeah. he, like, falls down this way, and then he, like, quick scoots and gets in position. <laughs> like, it's really obvious. He should have just went yeah. down that way, but, like I said, no, not taking away from it. it, it was a good match, especially to start the show, so... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never, I'll never take a piss on a, uh, on a spot like that, because they're just making sure everybody's safe. Yeah, I know. So, it's just funny when you see it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just it. saying that we'll never like be like, oh, that was that was the worst part of the match. No, yeah. that, it's just something that happens. Uh, then we get like literally straight into the next match, Chris Jericho versus Perry Saturn, which was another pretty With good Ralphus match. With Ralphus in a dress. Ralphus is in the dress, yes. <laughs> Where's Find Ralphus? Where is he? I want to interview Ralphus. Yeah. I want to talk to like, Ralphus. Like, he was... He was seriously one of my favorite wrestling personalities as at this time. Yeah. I love the Ralphus character. He got paid very handsomely. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He, well, he was a he was a truck driver for WCW originally. Ah. And I guess him and Jericho had some kind of interaction and they formed a, a kind of a professional friendship. So uh Levi's got his water gimmick. Jericho gets on the mic. Tells him, tells Saturn he looks ridiculous. Calls him a cross-eyed, cross-dressing freak. Good Chris Jericho, his usual stuff. He didn't say son of a bitch though, so that was surprising. Yeah, that comes twenty years later. Yeah, that's when it just doesn't stop. Yes, son of a bitch. Yes, son of a bitch. I was actually watching some clips with uh, some Stone Cold clips this morning because I was just really in a Stone Cold mood. And I uh, do that. That's usually my Sunday ritual in the morning with Stone my coffee. Cold. And Jericho was calling him a son of a bitch in 2003, so it's been around for a while. But very heavily lately. Very, very heavily. Uh, Lots of good offense in it. They hit pretty hard outside and have a good back-and-forth match in the ring. Perry hits the Death Valley driver but doesn't pin him. Then he hits the ref with it, and then he walks off. Uh, You can see the ref and Jericho sitting there chatting, too, after they both get hit with it. They're having a conversation. Uh, so Jericho it like, wins. It was like more than anything, Jericho was checking on. Uh, I think it was who was the ref from this one? Uh, Scott Dickerson. Yeah, he's probably ch- making sure he's cool. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't make sure he didn't land wrong. Yeah, I thought it was kind of odd, but it, it this the finish made fin- made sense. Be- made sense because once Saturn was going to the back, he even says 
Uh, what, what did he say about? Uh, I don't have notes. Or Tony Schiavone. Huh? Tony Schiavone says something. No, Saturn did as he's walking to the back. Basically, like, uh, it feels good to be in a dress or something, something to that extent. Oh, okay. Like that's why he didn't give. You know, that's why he didn't pen him. He wanted to keep wearing the dress. Yeah. Is what I was getting. I can't remember. I thought I remembered, and then I got to it and brain for it. We're going on a road trip here. I'm going to move over. I'm moving to a different spot. Here's my there's my there's my uh, wall here. Night of the Living Dead. You, Barbara. Some wrestlers. Little Owen Hart on top there. Then we got the Warriors. Is that over the one here. from the the flea market? Yeah. Then we get some. <laughs> we got a Hulkamania bandana back there. We got a Maiden poster, of course. Got to have the Maiden poster, multiple. And then we get the uh, we get the Ministry poster here, which the lights shining on pretty heavily. And then we get the. Uh, Iron Maiden tapestry here, so we got a we got a little room, but I'm gonna move over to the drum set here because the light will actually shine on me and I won't look weird that way. So, and if you're listening to this, if you're listening to the audio version, you need to watch the video. I can find it on YouTube. You can find what Levi was showing. Up. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. because yeah. we're doing something new. Oh here, yeah, you're so. you're way more clear now. I should have just started here. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Whatever. Denial. So yeah, all in all, Jericho and Saturn have a decent match. Yeah, it was a good match. Jericho wins by count out, or from Saturn getting counted out. Saturn is so underrated, man. He was good too. Yeah. I really liked Saturn. And then he, I think he he had some drug issues too, but who didn't back then? So and major concussion issues. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Uh, <laughs> you want to come on the show? Open it. Yeah, I'd love to. I actually. When we were when I was watching this match, I actually thought about messaging him. Uh, then we get Ray and Conan at the WCW.com booth. The phone number is no longer available, by the way, so don't try to call it. What is it? One eight hundred nine nine or one nine hundred nine 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 nine. One That's right. Yeah, you called it before. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get Billy Kidman versus Chavo Guerrero for the cruiserweight title. Good match. Kidman wins with the Shooting Star Press. I didn't have a lot to say about it, but it was a really good match. It was just one of those really good cruiserweight matches. Yeah, you just watch and don't and, take notes. And Chavo is one of those ones that's really underrated, too. Yeah. I feel like he got overshadowed by Eddie a lot. Yeah. Which, is he out there? Yeah, he is. He's out there. <laughs> uh, that's a nod to the earlier episodes. But yeah, it was, a, it was a good cruiserweight match, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't... It wasn't quite Eddie and Ray, you know. You're so used to that no. that it's hard. But all cru- I never really had a issue with cruiserweight matches and the WCW shows. So uh, we go straight into after that we go straight into Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko versus Kurt Henning and Barry Windham for the World Tag Titles. It's the end of the tournament. Two out of three falls, but there's only two falls. Did the did I miss something it's, here? It's because it was a double elimination tournament. Yeah. And Benoit and Malenko had already lost one. Okay. So they they had to beat they had to beat them. Wyndham twice. Okay, that's kind of what I thought was going on. Because yeah. they said they were undefeated, but they had lost once, so they had to get the yeah. Right. Uh it was a good match. It was kind of it was kind of slower paced for a, a Benoit and Malenko match, but I think that was because there was a little bit of a some clash of styles going on. I don't know, but it wasn't a bad match though. It wasn't it, it was I was thoroughly entertained. This was one match that I didn't look at my phone during. I wasn't up and about trying to do other things, whether it be fold laundry or wash dishes, doing husband things, uh, fatherly things. But this is one match and stared at the screen and enjoyed it. I think my issue was I wasn't paying as much attention as I should have been to this. And I think what I was doing was I was actually, I actually started working on figuring this out. So that's my excuse. Yeah. That's my excuse for now. Uh, but yeah, the uh, Kurt Henning and Barry Windham win the new tag titles, the new WCW World Tag Titles. So that's cool. And this is cool because we're building to that West Texas Redneck era of Kurt Henning and Barry Windham. Yeah. This is the beginning of that, which I'm really looking forward to getting into some of that. Then we go into the Outsiders versus Ray and Conan. If 
the Outsiders win. Ray has to remove his mask, which we all know, as history states, he does remove his mask here because the Outsiders defeat them. Uh, this was a pretty fun match to watch, too, but it just sucks because you know who's involved, that there's going to be some screwing off going on, like usual. Yeah. Um, because originally it was supposed to be Nash and Luger. Yeah. So, with, and Nash gets, or Luger gets his arm injured, because this goes into that running thing for, I think it's like six months he has that cast on. Yeah, he's got it on for a while. And a while. And, uh, I, as we'll see later on with, with Hall, it, I mean, it was what it was. Yeah. It was alright. I mean, it was alright. I, I, I was never a fan of Ray losing his mask. No, and it's not something... See, that was one of the mistakes they made, and people have talked about that before, is, like, you know he's a luchador... And that's not really something you do. You just, they keep their mask on. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's a legacy thing, and it goes back from to... From what I've heard, and I don't remember where exactly I heard it from, but I, from what I've heard, it was Bischoff's idea. <laughs> from what I've heard. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, who so knows? Bish, if I'm wrong, don't. Uh, outsiders win because Miss Elizabeth is distracting the ref while Hall hits... Ray with the razor's edge, the outsider's edge, and then puts Nash on him. Yeah. Um, and then Nash says, after the match, Ray removes his mask. He looks like he's like 10 years old, and Nash is like, put it back on, put it back on. <laughs> such a douche. Classic Nash. Yeah, such a douche. <laughs> uh, and then the, the next match starts so fast. I love you, Nash. Yeah. The next match starts so fast that the Wolfpack song should have just kept playing because it... Like, you hear that song so much during this show. Just over and oh, over yeah. again. Um, <laughs> your face is just frozen on my screen right now. It's really weird. Yeah, I've got a call coming in and I can't <laughs> do anything. So from now on... It's just frozen on the screen right now. It is so funny. That's I gotta, great. I gotta, I gotta get a pic of that. Okay, that's my good. back? Yeah, you're back. I got a picture of it. That was good. Okay. Okay. So from uh, now on, do not disturb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now nah, it says we got a bad connection. <laughs> it was just like... I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so next up we get, like I said, the match happened so fast after that they should have just kept the song playing. with Scott Steiner versus DDP. Uh, once again, not a terrible match. This is when they put grudge match on. Like, all the matches are grudge matches. Oh, which, yeah, that was so w What was that definition? That was, like, the like the end of the feud, or there's a problem or something? Yeah, it was kind of like a... Because a lot of the time, they would say, like, it's a special grudge match just because it wasn't for a title, and they just added it later, yeah, or whatever. Okay. But this, this was obviously some... Uh, so... I'm not really sure. I don't totally forget what's going on with this. You alright over there? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with this. My phone here. There we go. Okay. I'm good. Sorry. Good. Alright. Uh, yeah, it was a, I don't know if it was for the TV title or not, but it was a grudge match. Early on in the match, there's a lot of guardrail shots. They really use that guardrail. Pretty yeah. heavily in the start of the match. Uh, something cuts open Papa Pump. Buff Bagwell gets involved because they are the NWO. Uh, Papa has the advantage, but DDP hangs in there for a little bit. Buff when, he, can, when Buff c cuts the uh, turnbuckle pads off. Yeah, Buff cuts the turnbuckle pads off. Uh, the ref sends him out of there. Um, I would have liked to have seen DDP get a bit more offense in this. They really had Papa Pump dominate, and I don't know if that had to do with him, because I think he wins the title for the first time at Mayhem later that year. I think that's it. I could be wrong. But uh, I don't know if they were trying to push him to groom him for that or what, but DDP didn't have like a ton of offense. And then he gets choked out by the Steiner recliner uh, after a Frankensteiner. So I mean, it was a it was a, it was a decent match, but and that Frankensteiner was badass too. Yeah, 
that was one of the better ones of Scott Steiner in the late 90s because as it kind of goes on, it's it's not as technical as it once was. Because he's so big, he can't move. Yeah. <laughs> and it, Yeah, the peaks. Yeah. The peaks and the freaks. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. What did he say? He said something... DDP really sold that that uh, Steiner recliner, though. That was... Oh, he gets on the he gets in the camera. Pop a pump. Yeah, he did sell it really good. Uh, Scott Steiner gets in the camera at the end and he goes, <laughs> says his wife's coming to Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Steiner made an appearance on the uh, newest episode of Being the Elite as well. Oh, did he really? I haven't watched it. All right. I figured I didn't want to spoil too much, but I that's not really a spoiler. I haven't watched last week's either, so. I like to let them pile up a little bit. Uh, then Thanks we get we get Bam, which that t- the Scott Steiner and DDP match was it wasn't bad. And Scott was pretty mobile, but like I, like I said, I would have liked to have seen DDP a little more back and forth. Um, Maybe at least one diamond cutter. See, now that I'm going through this, I, I think I like St. Valentine's Day Massacre better. Sorry about that. Yeah, I liked St. Valentine's Day Massacre better. <laughs> I I wasn't I was enjoying it when I was watching it and then I now that I start thinking back to like looking looking at the next two matches we got uh, Scott Hall versus Roddy Piper and Bam Bam versus Goldberg. Yeah, I think I like man. The- and I was really looking like when we were going into it when I saw the card, I was really looking forward to that Scott Hall Roddy Piper match. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about earlier. We get to it later with Scott Hall. Man, that match was just so sloppy, and I it was it. it was not good. And there was a screwy finish, like usual, yeah. for the U.S. titles. And even the screwy finish was sloppy. Yeah. Gets itchy but when it's sloppy. Love Scott Hall. Love Roddy Piper, so. Yeah, I, that's two people. I for, you know. I'll forgive and forget. It was just, and it's the NWO screwy that, that happens that makes it kind of messed up, and Hall wins with a dirty pin. Um, wins the U.S. title. Hall had the U.S. title like three or four times, I think. So that was he was, and, and it's like WWE too. He had the Intercontinental title a bunch. Like he's always been that mid card and that tag guy. You know I, that I w- workhorse title. Yeah, the workhorse title. Which I wish he would have had. I wish he would have had the world title. And I've said that many times, but uh, as has everybody, every fan that. Appreciate Scott Hall's work. We all know he deserved to be the the top guy at some point. Yeah. Then we get Bam Bam and Goldberg. I think there's a video package before it, but Bam Bam has no music. It just shows a video, and he just walks out to silence. I don't remember that being a thing. I, I didn't even notice, unfortunately. Cause <laughs> it, had it been Bam Bam and probably anybody else, I probably would have paid more attention. But I cared, yeah. With it being Bam... With it being Bammer and Goldberg, I just I wasn't into it. Yeah, uh, just kind of an awkward entrance. Uh, Goldberg catches Bam Bam on a crossbody. That's kind of cool because it's really strong. But at the end, it's it's a very lackluster match, probably because of one of the uh, competitors. But uh, definitely this one and the and the Paul Piper match you could skip. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if, you to, if you wanted to save some time, you could skip them. Goldberg wins it with a spear and an almost botched jackhammer. He almost couldn't get Bam Bam up. That was pretty rough. <clears throat> Bammer's a big boy. Yeah. I like Bam Bam, man. He was always good. I was always a Bam Bam fan. I always wanted his action figure, too. Uh, then we get yeah, to, when we they get came to... out with that Elite a few years ago, it was really hard to get. Yeah. Because there's, like, no Bam Bam figures. Why does it keep saying poor yeah, connection? Yeah, that one elite. making me angry. I don't know. It's, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, anyways. You're perfectly fine on mine. Okay. It's, it's yours. It's your, your connection is really choppy. Okay, because you're perfectly fine on mine. It hasn't said anything. Yeah, mine keeps saying poor connection. Switch to audio only. That's not going to happen because we're live on YouTube now. Uh, then we get to the main event. <laughs> we get to the main event with Bruce Buffer, or Michael Buffer, whichever one it is. 
I love how he always Michael. describes them. Michael. That's right, because Bruce, Bruce is in the UFC. Uh, Fuck <laughs> Hollywood Hogan versus Ric Flair. I actually had to Google to make sure this was for the title, because I know since it's Hogan that I didn't know if it would be for the title or not. It was indeed for the title. Yeah. Uh, not a terrible match, I gotta say. I did, I did enjoy this match. No! I did enjoy this match, uh, especially for it being for it being uh, Hollywood Hogan in the late '90s. Yeah, uh, obviously his mobility was uh, kind of lackluster, but um, he didn't he didn't cower like Hollywood Hogan would do. Previous. Yeah, and he didn't so have anybody with this him. Is, this is when. Go ahead. Uh, his, he didn't have anybody with him when he came out either. Yeah, which was different. Yeah. Uh, I got some notes on this one. Of course, Flair gets hit with the chair and blades, and then not not too long after, Hogan's gushing. Flair's, like, gushing, like usual, though, here. Like, it's a good blade. And then uh, Hogan's pretty did busted the, up, did too. Did the spot with Hogan... Did the spot with Hogan getting... Was that with the belt in the corner? I'm not sure, because I looked down, and then I looked up, and he was bleeding. Okay, because so. I think that's when it happened, but I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. Uh, about halfway through the match, Rick finally gets in some offense. The ref goes down, and when the ref goes down, Hogan hits him with an elbow drop. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I liked that. Like, it was that it was, was so quick. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it was a pretty good match. They they did It was a usual Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan match. Like, if you've seen this one and one years prior, it'd be a little different when they were younger and more mobile, but... Uh, it was decent. It was a, it was a late nineties Hogan and Flair match. I liked it. It was, it was entertaining. For what it, say. For what it was, it was good. Yeah, it was entertaining. Tori uh, Wilson comes down. Huh? Tori Wilson comes down, and then a masked man comes down with a taser. A ma- okay, a Same masked part. man that you can clearly see his walk. Like you know who it is. Yeah, his walk is so obvious. Uh. I wonder if that's a shoot. Like, if they shoot, get tased. Like, just a low voltage or something. Maybe. I don't know. I was trying to figure that out watching it as well. I've I, always wondered. Yeah. Uh, so that taser happens. Hogan gets the pin, and then David Flair reveals himself and makes out with Tori Wilson. Yeah. And, and then Terry Jean has to tap him on the shoulder to get the two sweet. Yeah, yeah, he has to let him know it's time. And then <laughs> I wrote down too, like at the end when they're all in the ring, it's very awkward. Like there's just this really yeah. awkwardness going on at that time. Oh, and you could tell most of it was because of David Flair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Super Brawl Nine in a nutshell, really. I mean. I... I enjoyed it. I think the matches for me that stood out was obviously Disco and Booker T, uh, Jericho and Saturn, Kidman and Chavo was decent, uh, Benoit and Malenko versus Kurt Hang and Barry Windham, Outsiders and Ray and Conan was alright, Steiner and DDP, there was something about it I enjoyed. I don't know what it was, but I did enjoy that match. Yeah. And then those two matches, never mind those, and then Hogan and Flair. So, I mean, other save for like... Two or three matches. I think I liked the whole card. It was it was pretty decent. Yeah, it was good for for that later WCW vibe. Yeah, especially sure. going into '99, the the year where everything kind of starts changing and getting weird, and you know, so. But yeah, I think that's that's it for Super Bowl, Super Brawl Nine. So, and like I said, that's twenty years ago. As of Thursday, I think. Thursday would be 20 years ago. Let's so see. we hit it on, at least we got it in the same week. Yeah, we're just a couple days away from it. Yeah, Thursday would be 20 years. So uh, in retrospect, you know, go back and watch it. It's a good show. You can save the second two to last matches. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. it. It took me, I split it up though. I did watch it in segments. First half and the second half. Oh, you have to. Sometimes three hours is rough. You have to. Yeah. Um, Especially with some of these. Yeah. 
So, anyways, WWE Super Bowl 9, check it out. Check us out. You're hearing this. You're either hearing this on Anchor or iOS or Google or Spotify or wherever podcasts can be found at, or you're watching this video on YouTube right now, the debut of our video. And I do hope that you bear with us with our debut of video and just realize it will get better with time. We just wanted to we just wanted to let you see our faces for a little while and uh, or for once and finally get it going. So as far as I know, we'll try to have video every week unless something comes up. We won't have video. Um, but you know, I'm trying to go in a different room and get better uh, quality here. Yeah, it was pretty rough there for a little bit. <laughs> it's alright. It happens. Technical difficulties. We'll chalk it up. Learning experience. That's our huge. Once, once we go back to mornings, because we're doing this in the evening on a Monday, so once we go back to mornings, I don't have to worry about the kids being home and stuff. I yeah. Can not yeah. be in such a secluded room. Yeah, and, and I just wanted to do this this time of day on a Monday. You might see this video Tuesday. I have to do some things, but um, I just wanted to make sure we didn't have any like big technical difficulties and then be like, oh shit, we have to re-record in the morning. So... Anyways, I will hope to have this video on YouTube for you. You should be watching it Monday night. If not, you'll be watching it Tuesday morning. Whoever's actually watching it, we don't have a lot of views on YouTube, but this is gonna this is gonna go. We're gonna get some views on there. So, and I mean, you know, when you think about it, I mean, people don't go to YouTube to listen to stuff very often. No, 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 no. no. So I think that's what turns people off about our channel so much. So maybe this helps. Yeah. So you know, hopefully this does something. Everybody can see our mugs and whatnot, but I'll try to have a... I'll, I'll probably sit here next week, just sit in this spot where it's bright, but... I'll Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Also, if it's morning time, it'll be very bright in this room anyways, so... Or I'll be downstairs, or I'll be outside, or I'll be in a doghouse, or in the woods, or in my car, or something. I don't know. Who cares? We'll make. We'll start making it a little more fun. Yeah. Because, believe it or not, we're actually really funny people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we take wrestling way too seriously, but we're actually really funny people. Yeah. I want to be able to get a soundboard queued up on here where it has, like, Stone Cold on it or Vince. Wow! Yeah, that'd be cool. I want to get that going. So, I hope you enjoyed the show. Like I said, sorry about the debut. It's probably not the best it could be, but it will get better over time. Thank you for watching and listening. And subscribe uh, anywhere podcasts are found. Leave a review on iOS. Um, Leave a comment. Leave a comment. Leave a, yeah, leave a comment, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, make sure you subscribe, turn on that notification, the bell, the ding. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Heels and Quads, or at Heels and Quads, follow us on Instagram at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, I'm Levi D. Zindel on Twitter, and Levi Zinfantal on Instagram. I think you're actually to the right, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, it's recording on mine, so... Yeah. There we go. <laughs> and of course, follow me at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Follow me at Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. Thanks, guys. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bridge your dreams across the sky.
great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.